Welcome to How to Trade It, The Road to Trading Mastery. Join Casey Stubbs, a seasoned trader, as he guides you to become a profitable trader. Find actionable insights, real-life stories, and strategies to boost your trading skills. Don't miss the journey to trading victory. Start listening now. Connect with us at podcast at tradingstrategyguides.com. Trading profits are just an episode away. Hello, everyone. This is Casey Stubbs with the How to Trade It podcast. And today is another legend series. And I'm going to be talking about George Soros today. And it's really cool to look at the legend series because I want to learn from some of the best investors and traders of all times. The study of the very best is going to give us amazing lessons that we can use to become even more successful for ourselves. And if we apply these lessons from the best of the best, whether you're a successful trader or an unsuccessful trader, it's going to help you. Uh, In life, there's always a top of the field. And that's one of the things that I like to think about often is in sports, you have always like the greatest of all time or the, at the current time, there's always somebody who's dominating, you know, like in basketball, we are talking about Michael Jordan, you know, during his time in the eighties and the nineties that he was the best player and he was head and shoulders above the rest. And these are the kind of traders that I want to study because I want to learn from them and apply those things to trading to become even better. And speaking of best of the best, I'm very excited. Not Jot this down for upcoming episodes. I'm very excited to be interviewing uh, Fari Homzai from Homzai Analytics. He was a great interview and it's going to be released next week. So make sure that you stay tuned for that because he is an excellent trader. He was named the market timer of the decade. And one of the best interviews I've done, and I learned just so much from him. And so I know you're going to learn a lot also. So make sure you stay tuned for that next week. Now, let's go ahead and get started with the George Soros Legend Series. Love him or hate him, you have to admit that George Soros was a great trader. A true rags-to-riches story. Uh, He's one of the most iconic investors alive today. And he was born in 1930 in Budapest, Hungary. And he went through a lot of things as a young man with the Nazi takeover, which they were invading countries all over Europe and they were... Uh, attacking and killing Jews, and he was from Jewish descent, so he had to deal with a lot of difficult things uh, in his life. And that's one of the takeaways that I want to apply to uh, being a successful trader is that he has perseverance. And I'll probably talk about that a little bit, but he went through difficult times as a young man, and that helped him become successful long-term. And so If you're a trader and you go through difficult times, which you will because you're going to make bad decisions, even if you make trades, good trades, or you get the trade call right, you might make bad trades 
You might make bad decisions. Your timing might be off. And so you have to learn from your mistakes. And instead of quitting or becoming an emotional and upset and depressed, you got to learn from those things and move forward with making the best of it and trying to be successful next time. And one of the, that's one of the great reasons why we can use stop losses and because those things, those stop losses help us with our timing and we're wrong, but you know, okay, my timing was off. How can I improve my timing better next time? So George Soros had a, a bumpy start in life, but he survived and he was free in 1947 and he went to the United Kingdom to become an investor. And he started uh, by, again, persevering. And he worked really hard to get his first job at the Bank of England in London. And he just kept pushing and pushing and pushing until he got a job. He didn't get the job right away. And he had to really persevere to get that job. And so uh, he moved ahead in that field. He worked as in the banking industry and he learned a lot of different things. And he then started his own fund in 1970. So that's quite a bit of time uh, from 1940 to 1970, or 1947, rather, 1947 to 1970. It took him a long time to start a fund, but he did. He started a fund in 1947, and it was with $100,000. It was called the Single Eagle Fund. And uh, he grew that really rapidly. And so one of the things that he did was that he would try to find changes in markets. And really, if we think about trend trading, that's all it is. It's a change in markets. It's when things change directions. And so George would find a change in the market and he would take advantage of it. And sometimes it would be a political event. Sometimes it would be a technological event. And he would then get in and he would go all in and put a ton of money on a high risk trade because he was looking for the very best trades. So here's another really important tip on trading that can help you become successful is find the trades that can really make you the big money and don't just settle for a trade here and a trade there, but go all in on the trades that you really think will work. And there's going to be more. I'm going to talk more about that later on. But as he was doing that, he was uh, growing his account rather quickly. And so he started the Single Eagle Fund with $100,000. And then three years later, he set up the Double Eagle Fund with $4 million. So he started at $100,000. And then four years later, uh, he had another fund that was $4 million. So... Rapid growth by applying this strategy. And one of the key things about the strategy is that he would go in with a lot of risk, but he would always cut his losses pretty quick. Uh, so let's fast forward to the early 1990s, and we're going to talk about George's most one of George's most famous trades, if not his most famous trade, which is why he was titled The Man Who Broke the Bank of England. And so what 
what George did is he had he was looking for that change in the market, and he saw that the Bank of England uh, was in a bad situation with uh, inflation, and that they were having a hard time maintaining the value of the pound, and that it was unwilling to raise interest rates to match other European countries or float the currency, and he knew this was happening, so he saw a shift, and he went in with a $10 billion trade. And I watched an interview with George Soros and uh, Charlie Rose in 1995, and where he was talking about that trade where he invested $10 billion. And the, the point of the trade was that he made over a billion on the trade. He invested $10 billion and he made over a billion. So if you think about it, yes, he made a billion dollars on the trade, but he was just over 10% ROI on a trade. Now, to put that into perspective for people like you and I, if we invest a lesser amount, we could still have the same kind of success. Because it was really uh, just over 10% on the success rate of the trade. That's not that much. I mean, a billion dollars is a lot of money. But this, the rate of success was only a 10% ROI. We could, you and I could do 10%. As a matter of fact, I do 10% all the time, and I'm sure you do 10% all the time. Uh, and he had it set up. He had his rules with, as he was discussing the trade in the interview. He had his rules set at a $200 million loss, which was about 2% of a billion dollars or of 10 billion. 2% of 10 billion is 200 million. And he said he was totally fine with the $200 million loss. And so we need to, that's another lesson that I'm taking away is don't be thinking about numbers in the terms of dollar amount. Be thinking of your numbers in terms of percentage. And if you can do that, then as your account grows, well, then you will become much more successful and your, the numbers will get bigger and you'll get used to those numbers because your account's going to get bigger and you just look at risk to reward. So he was risking 2% to make 10%. That's a great ROI. When I say ROI, it means return on investment. If you risk 2%, 200 million in this case, or if we're looking at lesser numbers, <laughs> you know, if you risk $200 and you want to make 10% on that $200 risk, well, that is a $20 gain and you're only going to lose $2 on your loss, $2 on your loss, 20 on your gain. You can win a lot of trades that way. And uh, you're going to grow your account. That is a, a great risk-to-reward ratio. You're winning a lot more money than you're losing, and you can have a very, very mediocre winning percentage, right? And so George wasn't focused on his winning percentage. He was focused on winning big, right? If you focus on winning big, when you win, your winning percentage is not that important because your big wins will carry you and grow your account. Now, you it can be harder to find those trades, so you have to do a balance. You might lose 10 in a row, but when you win, you win 15%. You cover all of those losses and then some, right? But it takes a long-term perspective. It takes perseverance through going through the, the tough times and not doing something stupid. What a lot of traders do 
and I've I've done this a lot, and I bet George has done it in the past as well. Is when you start getting desperate, you're like, okay, well, this is it. This is the hail mary. I'm gonna risk everything on this one. You can't do that because then you have to start over, and that is when you, it's a devastation. It's devastating. It builds up your perseverance if you can push through it. But a lot of times it's a mental block that messes you up and you can't keep pushing forward. So just having a big picture and say, okay, I'm going to try to get a 10% trade and a 2% loss. I'm going to keep going for that. And if I stay consistent and I do it and I win 40% of my trades, I'm going to be successful long-term. But the traders start to lose 2 or 3% or 2 or 3 losses in a row and they lose it. And they lose it. So, so George did great on that trade. And uh, he was just consistent. And over the course of his, of his investing career, he averaged about 36%, which is pretty awesome when you think about it. Um, but it's, again, he said in the interview that some of the trades, some of the years he was at 100% ROI. He doubled his account in one year. And then some were like lower years where he made only 4%. But over the course of time, his average was 36%, and that did really good. And so um, he was consistent. He would go after big trades. He would cut his losers early. And he was also looking at, I mentioned this before, that he was looking for change, things that would change. And one of the things that he talked about in the interview, that's why it was very cool to go back 1995. I mean, we're, we're here in 2021 to go back and listen to that interview. I like to listen to older things um, from time to time because I was, I'm getting a little off topic here, but I was listening to an interview uh, from 2005 about Richard Branson and his plans to go into space. And he had planned that in 2005 and was talking about it. And it just happened recently. And so it was 15 years in the future that he was planning this. So that was Richard Branson, uh, the, the business, billionaire business owner, and he just went into space. And so thinking long-term is really important to business and in trading and in life if you want to accomplish things. The big things are going to take time to accomplish. Uh, but getting back to the interview uh, from 1995 – it was just phenomenal to hear about his insight on the internet. So the internet was just getting started and he was talking about investing in Netscape. And if you know anything at all about Netscape, that was when I was starting out. I was uh, just getting out of high school. 1995 was the year I graduated in high school and I was not even on the internet yet. I didn't get on the internet until... Well, late 95, early 96 is when I started to get on the internet. I did a little bit, but I lived out in the country where there was no internet connection then. Um, so it was just getting started. But George was talking in an interview in 1995 about how important that was going to be to the future and how it was really important to invest in those things because he said, this invention is important as the printing press. And if you go back and you look at what the printing press did, it changed the world. And he said the internet is going to change the world. It's going to change how we communicate. He said it's going to replace TV. He said that it's going to put newspapers out of business. 
he predicted all of those things. Hello, this is Casey, and I wanted to take a minute to tell you about my new book that just came out. It's called Complete Trading System. This is my 25 years of trading experience sharing everything that I have learned in how to make a profit from the markets. You're going to learn about how to find the right instruments to trade, how to find a trend, how to get started as beginners. You're going to learn about how to get the right mindset and you're going to be able to put it all together to create a trading system of your own that will work for you. I highly recommend that you try it out. Just click the link right now. It's called Complete Trading System. It's available on Amazon. Thank you. Go ahead and check it out. I think you're going to love it. Back in 1995, I think that was pre-Amazon, and he invested in Netscape, and Netscape came out as an IPO at $28 in 1995, and then a year later, it was trading somewhere around $178. That's pretty phenomenal for Netscape that never made a profit. It was just a browser that didn't make any money, and I don't know if they ever did make any money, but... It was just the idea of getting involved early in the internet. And for everybody that saw the change coming in technology, they knew that there was an opportunity to get invested. And that was the thing that made George Soros such a great investor is he would find those opportunities and he would capitalize on them. He would do the research, he did the research, and he capitalized on it. And so I like to do that as well. Uh, I like to look at that and find industries that are growing, that are new technology, that's going to make a difference long term, and that 20 or 30 years from now, we're going to say this changed everything, right? And one of those industries that I was looking at is the electronic vehicles, electric vehicles. And, and we talk about Elon Musk. He's another guy that changes things and is, makes an impact. But you look at electric vehicles – and the leader in that field was Tesla, that would have been a great investment. And I still think there's a lot of opportunity there in that field, right? So it's things like that. So, you know, a lesson from George Soros is that he manages his risk really well, but he goes big and he looks for big things that are going to change, you know, change the world, whether it's a, a government collapsing, like or a currency collapsing like he did with the pound, or whether it was the internet. Uh, he also likes to look at it at management teams uh, with stock investing and, and invest in good managers, which is another thing that I think is really important. But uh, we can learn a lot on his successes and understand that the key, I think the key is to have good understanding about what's going on, but then to have the, the in just the execution, the discipline, the wherewithal to execute during difficult times or and just be consistent and persevere when things go against you because he had a lot of obstacles against him. A lot of people accused him of committing crimes and whether he did or didn't, you know, once you get 
uh, to a certain level, you have a lot of influence. And so he was accused of insider trading, of setting up and toppling governments. A lot of different accusations have come against him, which has put him back quite a bit. And that is part of being a successful trader is overcoming difficult situations because it's not just in trading, but in life in general, you're not going to be able to accomplish things if you can't persevere for, through the dark times, through the difficult times and just keep looking ahead to the vision that you have set in front of you and keep executing despite whatever current circumstances are looking at you. You know, vision will carry you through to circumstances. If you're looking at your bank balance or your trading account and you're, you don't have any money in there and it's negative, well, look through to where your vision says you're going to go. And that will help you to persevere. And that's one of the things that George Soros did so well uh, that helped him become successful. And uh, I was really interested to see his insight on the internet back in 1995 when things were so different then. And one of the other things that he said in the interview that I thought was pretty interesting is that the markets, being in the, in the markets was a great lab to test his ideas because the markets are a hard taskmaster. You know, the markets aren't going to tell you something you know, they're not going to allow you to play games. They're not going to, you know, tell you and tickle your ears, tell you what you want to hear. You're either right or you're wrong. And your bank statement, your wallet pays the penalty for being right or wrong. If for those of, it's a hard taskmaster because uh, it teaches you the lessons hard and fast. But for those of us, for those of you that are listening, that are willing to listen and learn from the markets, it can teach you well. It's a hard taskmaster, but it can teach you well. And discipline is also a hard taskmaster, but it can teach you well as also. And George was able to learn from the taskmaster of the markets. And the question that I'm trying to learn from that is how well am I learning this? And you who are listening, how well are you learning these things? And so uh, that was very insightful to me uh, that the market was a great laboratory for him to be learning. And so if we're looking to become successful in trading, we want to get in the markets and stay in the markets and continue to just push through and follow our money management plans until we're successful. And so uh, for all those years that he's been investing and in the markets and trading, he's just been successful year after year. He's also trained other people to work and manage the funds even in uh, the 1995 interview that I listened to to get a lot of the research for this uh, episode he wasn't doing the trading in 1995 and that was about 25 years ago 26 years ago he wasn't doing the trading he had already trained people to take over and so he was just overseeing it and uh, just to be persevering and persistent for all those years. And even 25 years later, he's still been successful. Even after that interview, he continued to be successful. And uh, whereas the markets, most people can't seem to figure out how to get it right. And I wanted to take those lessons, share them with you. So I hope for, that you learned from this. And so please uh, send us an email at business at tradingstrategyguides.com. If you 
benefited from this Legend series. If you like the Legend series, if you want me to keep going with it, let me know. Uh, if there's any Legends you want me to do, please send me an email. I'll do any Legend that you want me to do. I'd love to hear feedback, and I want to learn uh, from people. As, as many people as I can learn from, I want to learn. That's why I have this podcast to interview some of the great people. And so one of the things I'm going to be trying to do with the podcast is to be more selective with my guests and get my guests have all been great and I've learned so much from them, but I want to take it to the next level. And so I'm looking for a more successful guest interview. And this podcast has grown a lot and I'm excited about that, but I want to keep pushing it forward, keep moving forward. So that's why I'm really excited about next week's interview with Fari Harmzai, which I mentioned uh, at the beginning. So make sure you stay tuned for that one next week. And also send me an email at business at tradingstrategyguides.com and give me some feedback about this podcast with George Soros. There was a lot of good lessons that were learned uh, from George about how to go with a nice risk-to-reward ratio, to be aggressive, to find change in markets, and to persevere through difficult times. Uh, A lot to learn and to take note there. And whether you love George or hate him, there's a lot to be said to learning from him uh, because he has been successful and there is no denying that no matter what your personal feelings may be about him as a person. So that's it for today's episode, but I thank you all for listening and we will see you next week on the How to Trade It podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another insightful episode of How to Trade It with Casey Stubbs. We hope you found today's discussion valuable and inspiring. Remember, the road to trading mastery is a continuous one, and your commitment to learning and growing as a trader is the key to your success. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes, please reach out to us at podcast at tradingstrategyguides.com. Keep listening, keep learning, and keep trading your way to victory. Until next time.